And Hesse, he's a shocker and right you are. He's a shocker fighting. Right you are draws alongside. He's a shocker repels him. He's a shocker right you are. Nothing in it. Right you are with a last ride and he's a shocker. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined by John Walter in the Gold Coast studio. How are you, Walt? Somber week, isn't it? Somber week. It's been uh, it's been tough going, and I uh, yeah the Dean Holland uh, death and fall of Donald has just rocked the industry. It's amazing thoughts with his family and his close friends. Oh, I played golf on Monday. I came home and I was probably you know three or four hours late with the news, and I was um, I was pretty flat all night. So I can only imagine how people close to him uh, feel, and the whole whole thing is just just horrible. But uh, hats off to Racing.com yesterday when they did their first day back at the races in Victoria. Tell you what, it was just all class from Terry Bailey to everyone that presented, and the I guess the talent that came on. I thought they all did a, a tremendous job to hold things together. Um, I'm not sure how they did it. It was uh, a Superman performance, but um, gee, uh, they did a great job to to honour um, honour Dean in yeah in in tough times. But bit of reality check too. I think it sort of carried a bit more than just Dean. Like obviously he was a, a legend of a fella, and everyone's responded to that. The four kids under four is absolutely. Brutal. It doesn't get any worse than that. But um, yeah, I think it struck a chord. Like everyone's sort of looking into you know, love of the game, pretty much. I don't know whether they're, they're sort of. It seems to be running a bit deeper. So hopefully, some positive changes come from a horrific situation. But um, and you know, it's like you said, it's good to see him getting all the accolades and time. And you know, calling off Anzac Day races is such a huge call. It was obviously the right one, but um, it was good. I don't, I don't think it would happen in any other state, so it's great to uh, to see them give Dean so much uh, respect. Welcome, uh, DK and Nico, uh, out of the Melbourne studio. How are you, boys? Obviously, tough week. Yeah, pretty grim, pretty grim down here, Scoot. I was the same as you. I was a bit late to the news. I was tied up doing a few other things Monday. I sort of knew there was a fall, and then um, that was a, I turned my phone on like 5 o'clock or something, and then it, and that's when it came out, and I just gee, I felt nearly physically sick. I did it. Just horror, horrible, and um, yeah. No, just that whole scenario, everyone's gone through it all. But, uh, yeah, no, it's the shit, absolute shit, shit part of our sport that that stuff can happen. Um, and I'm just glad men- uh, Walt mentioned love of the game there because if you're already battling with sort of falling in and out of love with a caper as it is at the moment, then that stuff happens. So, um, anyway, yeah, you, Nico? Yeah, it was a pretty tough week, wasn't it? But, uh, you know, the, the industry seems like um, they've got to move forward and um, the $1.2 million, I think, now raised for his family is just a, a massive effort by all. So, uh, yeah, RIP Dino. Um, well, I didn't really know him too well, but see, going to the races all the time, you know, working my old job, um, working for, um, you know, TRP was the the body of racing.com, um, sort of their uh, their technical body. Um, you know, he always had a lot to do with the jockeys, like talking to him. Um, you know, before they did interviews and that kind of thing, and he always had a smile on his well, face. He was one of those always up and about ones. Yeah. He was like the Chris Simons and the Stevie Bastards, you know, the smiling didn't, jocks. Didn't matter where you were. You could be at Donald or Swan Hill yeah. or bloody Ballarat, you yeah. know, just battling away, you know, when there's 58s and he was always one, you know, that um, he probably didn't do it that tough with his weight or anything, which probably makes it yeah. a bit easier, but he always had a smile on his face and he was always up and about. And, uh, yeah, I think I sh- – I think he's he's ridden a few winners for dad. I think I, I reckon strapped, he has. I reckon yeah. we're riding for your dad. Yep. So I've I've definitely strapped a few horses that he's ridden. Uh, I haven't strapped too many winners myself. So I, I was probably the the curse there. But uh, no, great bloke, terrific fellow, and he was just uh, hitting the peak of his powers. And you know, 
He was in good form, wasn't he? He I was mean, in terrific form. Yeah, he was going really good. We were at double hour at um, not too long ago and then obviously the new market win and I think that was just the the class of human being he was, the way he handled that post-race as we've seen throughout on Twitter. You know, it was a very different circumstance to how he got the ride but he didn't carry on or anything. Did he have the, uh, all the respect there for Jamie Carr? So, uh, yep, uh, tough times but... Um, I, I, know, sure. I know, I know, I know. Calling off Anzac Day was big, and that, that was out of respect. What, what do you think about them going ahead yesterday as well? I thought they might need another day. Yeah, I didn't think they so, should have gone ahead I think yesterday. Geez, they were doing it tough. The riders yesterday, and to be doing it tough, and then having to go out and ride. Just don't and know the, if they were in the right mind space. All the emotions, yeah. Like you got to be as an athlete, you got to be, you Just know, at one hundred percent, don't you? And I don't know, don't know if they're at that level at the moment. I thought. Yeah, I thought probably coming back today or even tomorrow would have been the right thing. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we we miss a few races. Like what's on a on a Wednesday at ten yeah. eight horse fields of Ballarat. You can reprogram him to run nine or ten next week. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway. No, they were doing it tough. But uh Liam, I thought Liam Reardon's uh tribute there, that was that was great to watch. Yeah, how that all panned out. Yeah, yeah that was one yeah. Actually, you do see there is some some positive there, and especially with the, the how generous people in our industry are, you know. Mm. That that's already got one point two million in that fund for those for that family. It was like 3,500 individual donators or something. So some of the big donors, great, but 3,500 people, crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if, if you haven't kicked in yet, I think uh, even though it's at 1.2 million, they're going to need every penny. Um, they've got a long road ahead and, um, yeah, geez, the next couple of years is just going to be so, super hard on that family. So make sure uh, you get around their GoFundMe page. But um, I can't. Well, uh, those, yeah, all of us who've got kids, we know what expenses mm. there are there as they, as they go on and on. And, yeah, as you said, a million would already scrape the surface of their scoop by the time they get to high school and things, so. Spot exactly. On. I can't add uh, any any more than uh, what's been said uh, across social media and uh, the uh, the show just now. So um, we'll um, we'll push forward. And I guess a little bit of uh, positive news for uh, I guess the fans of Bet Doctor and uh, just betting in general. Uh, we touched upon it last week, and there's a little graphic that's going to come up on the screen now. But um, we have locked in a uh, a live stream punters club. So I've been speaking to uh, Richie and the boys at Wolf Den, and it's going to be on SA Derby Day and Doom and Ten Thousand Day. So uh, we're going to give the ball a miss and we're hunting i guess the uh the better quality races on that saturday where's what? mug hey where's the mug well i don't know i i, I asked wolfden for their team list and they submitted or is that him is he the fizzer right? no no that's that's scott. he might have been rebranded that's scott the fizzer out oh, of the Wolf Den. oh yeah, yeah, yeah fitzsimmons yeah. or whatever his name is. so it's yeah, uh no. kingsley richie dan oh, is a big in for them is dream the team with matt the, and the, with the mullet there is he one of them uh, straight bat bowman is he, he's not in there? He's not in no, there. I, don't, I, don't I think he's a racing man. This is, this is who's going to give their tips and selections and on, on our side of the fence. And it's there's a, a plus there. It's not V, it's a plus. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, well, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a, a team it's thing, a love four in. states. It's a love-in. It's a love-in. Yeah. Ooh. We should have put a love heart there. We've got the two, the D, the DK versus the DO. Oh, there's a lot of love. So it's going to be uh, – Richie, that's not calendar. That's Richie Or Divine. Depends on how you read it, Richie Divine. Anyway, so we're going to – we'll open the bank the day after the Warnable. So we'll let everyone get through the uh, Warnable uh, next week and then uh, we'll, we'll set it all up with Top Sport and everyone can buy shares as per usual from um, Friday the 5th of May. But this one's on the 13th of May, uh, SA Derby and Doom and 10,000 Day. So it's going to be a cracker there. So the Derby's a, a great race and you've got horses like oncoming You're going to let anyone know on this end like where we are going to be or anything or is it just going to be just going to work it out a couple of days out? Well, what, you don't want to get let out of the dungeon. You want to stay here. I don't. Up here. I'm not saying I'm not happy with the remote. I'm just asking. Do you, well, do you want to come down to Melbourne? To are you allowed out of the state? Melbourne? Aren't they in Sydney? No, so we'll be in Melbourne. We'll, we'll record a stream out of Melbourne and then there'll be a feed that, that beams into the Wolf Den Studios up in Sydney. So it's not a real love-in. 
No, well, there'll be a couple of people dial in from remote. I hope you you dial in. You can do whatever you I'm want. I'm not dialed in, I promise you that. So I think that'll be good fun on uh, the 13th of May. So I'm looking forward to Stand that. Stand by get, for get more back. details. Yeah. Oh, well, this is just a soft launch and then next Friday you know, we'll, we'll do a little bit more. I might get Richie or Kingsley on the show to talk about the races next Last week. Last time I went to Scone was in the RV. The Scone? I went Scone to the Scone Cup, Cup, yeah, Cup in the Scone RV. Cup day the same day. So surely it'll be easier finding winners than Warnable, but um, as soon as we don't have the Warnable stream, notice how the weather's perfect. Not here. So it's not going to be a cow paddock. Well, up here, it's, we've had a month of rain overnight, DK. It's cats and dogs here. It's no good. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's keep pushing on. Anzac Day. Well, this is a uh, an interesting one. What's happening up at uh, Sydney with the New South Wales uh, stewards there? Horse that uh, you didn't mind, Yarrawonga, went 19 lengths faster uh, than benchmark to the 600. And look at the stewards well, was, report. No it, questions, nothing asked. Yeah, and I kind of compared it to Reggie a bit later. But um, I think he, he sort of he had what I thought was worth asking the question. He had full uncontested control well, yeah. of the race. Yeah. Blinkers on. Um, and for whatever reason, like I, and I probably should be better uh, prepared, but he definitely ramped it up like more than a thousand from home. He did, and uh, and sort of made it a yeah whatever it is twenty above, which is not you know like it's not insane coming. Um, yeah, so this is this is the only time Yarrawonga featured in the stewards report was the seven strikes from Yao Mar- uh, Marera or Joe Marera when uh, prior Brett, to the hundred when Brett Preble wrote it. Um, so. He didn't get a feature for his 20 above, but he got a feature later on for Preble hitting it seven times, but they cautioned uh, the Marera. great man. They so has Marera the man. hit Preble no, or the horse? Th- I don't think that's right. I don't What's think that? that's right. Marera was sanctioned for hitting Agnelli. They've just, the lady who's done the typing up has put yeah, the wrong yeah, horse Yeah, put in. the wrong horse. That's right. So they've, yeah, they've just I had they've a look at the video this morning. He was, bashing at, he was bashing Agnelli as much as Preble was up the other one. <laughs> Trying to keep up. That's right. And he's like, they stuck on, but. Um, it just it's just a little bit frustrating. You get you get Reggie who gets the the crazy um, the crazy uh, instructions before the race with a lot of conjecture there. Then uh, from from the owner who then goes in and puts a twenty seven page <laughs> complaining right? about the ride. <laughs> how can the, how can the part owner oh mate, give instructions just, to and then. Yeah. And then hide the. Yeah, you definitely don't want to bag the fella. He's just given a hundred to uh, the the Holland thing. But um, how can yeah. you how can you put in instructions and then put in a, a and a after the race they acknowledge that it was complaint. written to instructions. So he's told to lead by six, increase the tempo all the way, and and <laughs> anyway, whatever. So he gets nineteen days, Reggie, and um, and 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 then uh, this man Preble doesn't even get asked the question. It's quite. Um, it's just inconsistency is this kind of what I'm trying to highlight. It's it's just a bit of a weird state, New South Wales at the moment, that it seems to be selected. So if it if that happened on a if that exact ride happened on a feature Saturday. On a feature Saturday, you would imagine there would have been questions Three asked, weeks. probably inquiries opened, yet this time doesn't even get asked the question. And he's got beat a length, you know, on a on a nine to four chance, whereas Reggie's got beat, you know, six on a twelve, fifteen to one chance, whatever it was. So it's um yeah, it's just inconsistency. You just all you want is consistency. Ask the questions. If the, if the answers make sense, beautiful. Move on. That's all you want. Maybe the stewards need uh, some punting form uh, subscriptions and some data up their sleeve because it sounds like they're um, bereft of that at the moment. If you need a giggle this week, and probably a lot of people do, just to buck their spirits up, make sure you head to the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne. They're the home of comedy and. Uh, 
they, they do more than uh, uh, comedy during the festival, so they're open uh, all every day throughout the year. So I think they've got a couple of days off, but um, 365 days. So if you want uh, comedy every week, make sure you head to uh, the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne for a look. It's going to be a big show today. Donnie is uh, on fire. He had that little uh, Friday special at, uh, was it Tamworth last week? He's been peppering away at the Gold Coast Synthetic. And uh, I think he's going to tip three this week, and he's got one of his own. It looks like an you absolute can feel the moral. the exuberance in Mitch Manor's uh, voice by getting away from the Gold Coast for a week there and heading to Bow Desert or whatever he did on the weekend, where he got to call fields bigger than five, <laughs> and where every leader didn't win. You could tell that he was enjoying the t- the task at uh, at the different track. Gee, it must be hard to call that that uh, meeting every Bow week. Desert. I was flat as a tack that we didn't go out. I'm, de- I'm desperate to go hunt a couple of these meetings. And then the world ended about halfway through the card, but uh, I think they got through it, didn't they? We've got to go. We've got, there's a couple that we've got to tick off that are only, what, 30, 30 minutes an hour away. Yeah, I've never been there that I can remember, maybe once. but Can't, can't believe ago. you haven't. I can't, I can't wait to uh, check uh, the racing out and the, and the fair as well. Uh, Mug Punner's uh, home deck, Rosie Hill races this week. You found one early, which is good, Walt. How did he go at Rose Hill last week, the mug? Did he find it? Did he start so, so at uh, Hawkesbury? Did he? Because he did the big turnaround. He did the big uh, super multis uh, 180 where he was going to go, oh, cast can't bet there next week later. I've, I've found the card. I, I think he know. might have tipped one winner. Did he? Maybe. Did he find one? What was it? Maybe Malkovic or something. Not oh, sure. Mighty Malkovic. Not sure. I don't follow Bless that closely. Bless its heart. I'm sure there's people that just. Bless its heart, even though on this show I tipped two to beat it. Well, it's, uh, yeah, we move on. <clears throat> Nico, uh, Sandown, you've got uh, the Anzac Day features that have been pushed back. So the interesting one there, I think the St. Ledger goes from 2,800 to 3,000 metres. So an extra 200 is going to be just what they want. We've got uh, Jason as a party joining uh, the show. Uh, his mantras just keep punting. That's what I love about him. He's going to hunt some uh, SA Oaks and some stayers. He he, lives he's in a bit of form. He lives, he lives his uh, whatever that is tagline, just hey? keep punting. Yeah, that's yeah, what he does. That's He lives that. He I lives think- it. I think you got to, especially after the weekend just gone. There's some horrible rides and luck and bad things happen. He just called got me. Reset um, he called me yesterday, probably a confidential. <laughs> but I'm giving him up anyway. He said oh, I was a bit dark halfway through the footy. He'd had a bunch of bets on there. They didn't look any good, so he bet up on the races, and then the he got a result at the races, and then the footy came good, so he ended up getting the, uh, <laughs> the <a> lot. lot. <laughs> That's uh, classic Gazza. Um, he just he never stops. He's the best. Everyone will know him from uh, the Mooney Valley stream that we did, and he's been on the show a couple of times, so he's uh, definitely a friend of the show, and hopefully we can get him a bit more regularly. Top Sport Steamers, a couple of roughies spec this week, and I think Azza lines up on one of them, so it could be his bet. In fact, Top Sport, uh, there's a really good clip out. We'll retweet it today, and Tristan goes through all the, um, I guess, the recent industry updates and news and uh, I think Mark Lamborn and Gordo do the interview so I think it's about a 40 minute watch so if you're interested in to see how I guess the future of wagering is being shaped by the uh, the PRAs we'll tweet that out today because I'm a couple of weeks behind catching up but I watched it uh, on Anzac Day and I thought it was a, a very interesting uh, listen and there's some I think there's some positives on the horizon I think Racing Queensland and a couple of people with um I just yeah the the compounding pressure in the market at the moment um, with this POC tax stuff. I think it's going to force some changes. DK, they, ha- they have got a hope there by the sound of it. Um, Racing mm-hmm. Queensland and people up there, your area, because isn't I think I might even be signed, sealed, and delivered. He's like they haven't even announced it yet that Jason Jason Scott's going to be the new head of Racing Queensland. He's got a complete wagering background. He used to be here at Ladbrokes. He's been in the UK in the US with um, MGM and the, whatever the the, the um, Merge they've had over there with Ladbrokes and that, so he's going to be the. Uh, I'd say, I know you heard Walt, but it's my, my mail is it's done deal. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it is a done deal. But is it a positive or a negative? Because it's surely like, it is the way. Well, the wagering companies the wagering are, goes uh, to the front. Like he understands it, and it's you know. But he, but he understands it. But he also uh, he's been on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Ha- it has to be he, good at for least us. He, at least you know that he understands both sides of the fence and whether whether he pushes back or whether he um, who continues the, the well, tightening right. on the That'll neck of the punter will be interesting to see because as a as a wagering provider, he's been sort of standing on the neck of punters for the last few years, so it'll be interesting to see whether he does yeah, understand that think, he does need I relaxation. A, I don't think he's a stiff. I've got a mate who's a mate with him, and I don't, I don't think he's no, a stiff. He, he's I think not. he's a good fella. I think he's he's not. Fella. I've, I've met him before. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I reckon he'll be good for the job. Who who who's the? I can't par- believe who's he's the been It's an incredible. Like it's it's amazing that um, who was running with Parnell? that background. Yeah, well, he had no background. So well, he had TAB. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it'll be it, it'll be interesting. Hmm. I think it's a positive. Make sure you ch- uh, sign up to Top Sport, uh, especially if you want a share in our giant punters club that we're going to have in a couple of weeks. Get around them, and uh, their app <coughs> their app's got all the latest updates. A little bit behind the eight ball here, so we'll uh, have to push through to Sandown early. A little bit unlucky with your best bet last week, uh, Nico Linda. Uh, I think she just got drunk after uh, the Moody uh, one goal one, and then she just uh, was asleep at the wheel for dashing. Just stacked them up, and well, that's, uh, that's got- a that's a that's her Achilles heel, isn't it? That sort of stuff. She can get away mm. with it in the bush. Mm. She can't get away with it in town like that. <clears throat> Slow on the anchor on that horse who's fourth run at sixteen hundred. You know, we've got the fit, big fitness, going to keep trying all the, all the way to the end. I mean, if Jay Childs is on that, that's why Jay Childs is a bit different gravy to Linda on leaders now. Jay Childs wouldn't have loafed on it. You know? Jay is loving Jay Childs. Mm. Mm. That was absolutely sick. I was, was vomit stuff in our chat room, wasn't it? But anyway, Sandown, let's find a winner this week. Race four, Vale uh, Laurie Lama. OAM, uh, 1400, not sure who is, but condolences. Uh, Toronto Terry is the favourite here, 440, 460 DK. Your horse aiming 650 with Carleen, the much improved Carleen. Nico's a bit of a fan. Uh, Merida, 750, Oceans Above, 850. Castilian, $11. I the Eagle, 11. Hellfire, 12. 14, the real thing. And then Manhattan Thunder, 16. Can't believe you're tackling uh, this race, Nico, but uh, let's have a look at the replay of Toronto Terrier. No, I don't think it's a card you want to get. To involve with, to be honest, looks tricky. Uh, Toronto Terry here uh, looming up in the yellow cup there, Team Maroney colours. And uh, this was 1,600 metres, so he hits the front here and it looks like he's going to put this race away um, pretty comfortably. And then uh, the last 100 is probably where he's uh, spinning his wheels. I think back to 1,400 metres on Saturday is really going to suit him. There's a massive back gap back to third here. Um, and I think he was just beaten by a better horse on the day who uh, ran out the distance a bit stronger than what he did. We've been on him his last two, um, if you want my subs. So uh, we're sticking fat again. Uh, I think he's just come back a better horse. His preparation, um, the improvement I've seen in the yard is uh, a big positive with him. His attitude's much better. He's much more relaxed. And I think he just didn't really run out a strong 1,600 metres last start. And he came off the back of a pretty um, tough run there at uh, Mooney Valley, the run prior at 1,600 as well, where he just got gobbled up late. So I think 14 is going to be his right sort of trip. There's a bit of speed in this race, so I'd expect McNeil just to probably park in behind that from barrier number eight and uh, loom into the race like he did there. And hopefully he's uh, just getting over the top of him late and not hitting the front too early and uh, stopping like he did there. But uh, I think with a good early speed and a drop in weight, uh, he looked a horse on the card. You could definitely uh, have something on. Nico, any thoughts about the real thing? Uh, Jay Childs, Greg Urell in that race, just trying to look for something outside the market? Yeah, I've seen a few people tipping him. Um, I saw the Salts, I think, had him best value of the day and uh, a few others. So um, you could definitely make a case for him. Like his form around cast, last operation looks okay for this and he's, he's got a big turn of foot. So um, he was third fastest home in that race first up. 
Uh, I just I just worried where he's going to get to in the map from seven here, um, whether they go sort of forward or back. Jay Childs might put him a bit closer into the race, but he isn't a horse throughout his career. It's thrown a whole lot of tactical speed. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a deep little race. I think Toronto Terry is the best horse. He's just probably on the way down a little bit, which is um, probably some sort of knock, but I still think at the price um, I'm happy enough to back him. DK, anything on, on no, this No, I had something on Toronto. I had something on Toronto Terry as well because I think Nico was tipping a few others were as well. It was a sick beat the other day. It looked, looked home, didn't it? No, absolutely just, home. Just peaked. Peaked on its run at the mile and Australia, when I saw you doing it today, so it has to be back to 1,400, which it was. So, yep, no, side with Nico. Sweet. Well, let's move on. Uh, Sandown Race 8. So next one, the VRC St. Ledger, 3,000-metre race. Midnight Glow's favourite here, 280. Roaring Engine 5, winning bid 5. Highland Hills 7, 850. Musgrove, Kentucky, $10. Night Sun, 18. Final Overture at $26, and you can get better. The rest, the replay we're going to have a look at here is Roaring Engine. It's got McNeil, Barrier 1 this time, in the pink with the uh, the blue and the yellow stars. Yeah, he kind of uh, went forward early, then he got shuffled back through the field and he just lacks a turn of foot, this horse. Uh, all these horses pretty much came through the Bendigo lead up and he was just one of the stronger late there. I don't think this race shape suited him at all. Um, he's sort of just whacking away nearly out of the screen. Midnight Glow's your favourite here. They all step up from 2,400 to 3,000, but um, the way he sort of got going here late when he got into some uh, clear air really sort of enthused me um, that he's probably going to be the strongest horse at the end of 3,000. He's worked through the line. Um, was terrific. He gets the blinkers going on here. I'm pretty sure his half-brother actually won this race. And I think out to 3,000 metres probably changes this race. A little, little engine, I reckon it was. Yeah, the little engine, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I think out to 3,000 probably just brings in who's the best day. And I think off that replay, it may be him. He seemed like he was just warming up late um, with a run maybe, you know, where he can get a bit more momentum um, and where, you know, where the staying prowess really comes into it. Like they got to go 600 metres further than what they did in that race. So mm. Barrier 1's... Like he gets got the pluses more. He's got barrier. He gets the blinkers to help him through that flat spot. Yeah. Then he's got barrier one, but he's got to get momentum. But I think you're spot on. When I looked at that, I thought, well, twenty eight hundred the other day. Okay, who's who's playing to here at the three thousand? And he looks the one. Can he? That last two hundred meters is when he's going to be able to, I reckon, bridge that four to five length gap he needs to on midnight glow. Yeah, well, I, I just kind of looked at the races. Midnight Glow's 280. That seemed pretty short for mine. Winning bid, I doubt she'll run 3,000 metres. And then you've kind of got Highland, Hill, and him. Um, market hasn't missed him at $5, but he looks logical sort of, you know, second pick. And I think, um, you know, I'd probably have it more like $5 a field, really. I thought the one horse that probably does come into play also is uh, Musgrave from the, the Ma Eustace stable. They've been ticking with a bit of gear lately. He's had, what, three runs uh, recently over... Uh, 2150, 2150, and 2200. So he's got the miles in his legs. Uh, comes out of a fast run race there at Bendigo where he was just batting away late. I think uh, back to his own age, uh, he could be a bit of a deadly horse getting out to 3000. So I was probably going to have something on Roaring Engine and something on um, Musgrave to beat the favourite. Tell you what, scary stuff at Sandown if uh, they're the two races that you've plucked out for the day. But oh, um, I tell you what, there's a horse in that race. There's pity there's, pity there's no 3000 or 3200 metre maidens. Good thing down the dumb Woody. Tom Woody. Tom Woody, for this poor horse, he, he they have to go for him at the 1,200. <laughs> his last, every time they've got to go for him, the poor jock, he's just cast off the line because they've got to start going for him at the 1,200, 1,100 all the way home and he just warms up through the line like in 2,400 metre races. Poor horse. So he's gone here because it's 3,000 metre race. But anyway, Dunwoody. Woody. It's probably not much, that much stronger than a <laughs> maiden in this race, to be honest there. So I feel for sorry for the jocks when they have to start getting up him. Like we've got a $300,000 race for 3,000-metre three-year-olds. So yeah, no, that's why I have own stays, mate. Got yeah. own stays. No, I've ch 
tricky day out there at Soundown. I think you're going to want to see what the track's doing and the pattern and those kind of things, how much rain we get. But I, I thought there were two horses early that, um, you know, either way, if the rain comes or sort of a pattern's in favour, they probably should, both should be uh, pretty suited. Yeah, outstanding stuff. Nico will be out there on deck. So uh, if you want more of his insights and his late mail, make sure you check out his Telegram group, 25 bucks a week. You get uh, Wednesdays and Saturday metros. Uh, we all uh, swear by it, and it's uh, it's a great little laying tool too. If you uh, you want to avoid a favourite or uh, gap one, uh, he definitely finds the ones that parade poorly. It's time to uh, introduce our next guest, and uh, Jason has a party. I've got him on the line. We'll uh, get him into the show. He's chomping at the bit, and uh, we're running a bit late. So sorry to make you uh, wait, Azza, but uh, welcome to Bet Doctor. Welcome back. Oh, thanks, Kate. Great to be invited back on the show. I really appreciate it. I must have... Uh Upset a few people last time, apparently. Apparently, Walt says I do that a bit. So, um, <laughs> must have been just tipping too many winners, but I've got a tough task today. So, I'll see how we go. We've got one job in life upset Robbie Waterhouse. That's our job. We've got to get him somehow. We've got to find it. I, uh, I'm calling him a beauty at, um, at the championships as I text you or you are uh, <laughs> here around Augusta with the uh, half cabin at uh, $2.70. So, that was nice. So, that to uh, text that to uh, to Walt. So, we've got a deal. <laughs> Oh, geez. He'd be hard man to get. He'd be down at Warnable, won't he, Robbie? Doesn't miss it, does he? Or Gay's not going to be there, I read. Yeah, I don't know if she's going. I don't know. I don't know. She's not know. going family commitment, so um, probably means he is going. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> does. <laughs> Honestly, it does. I don't does. think I've seen him miss one. <laughs> he has his own schedule. Mm. Mm. Very cunning. When I was in Melbourne, I used to see him out walking at like 5 a.m. every morning in the city. Or oh, when you were doing your little 200-metre run up, your little trot up. Go away. <laughs> Morpherville, we've uh, we've thrown you over to uh, Adelaide with uh, Bagman um, stepping back from the show. Race eight, the Chairmans is the first one we're going to have a look at here, and the favourites Loco two dollars seventy. D Oliver M Price Ken, I thought Ollie was going on holidays. Uh, so zero as the second picks three dollars twenty. Eighty grand eight fifty. Red Sun Sensation fourteen. Impending Link fourteen. Whispering Lady fourteen. Thirsty Yes seventeen. Raven nineteen dollars, and then you get forties or fifties about the rest. We're going to have a look at two replays here, and uh, as we'll talk about them, Cezero is the first one. Uh, Backbury the fence. Yeah, Cezero here with Joe Marrero on it in the AJC Derby, and uh, actually got us got held up on the turn. And the way it attacks the line, the last three hundred here is. Just absolutely fantastic. I mean, there's a there's an argument that says it, it nearly should have won if it didn't get held up on the turn. Uh, prior to that, it's run second in the Alistair Clark uh, behind Bank Mall. Um, the form from that race has held up really well. Uh, this horse, since being gelded, has been absolutely flying. Uh, and the favourite in the race is Loco. Uh, that's it here in the Chautauqua Colours. Uh, this is uh, a race behind where Gringotts won and Dashing, which you just spoke about earlier. Um, was close up. Um, Gringotts and Dashing and two, you know, high quality horses. This is over a mile and you'll see Loco the last hundred here. Although he doesn't win, uh, respect for the horses all around it. And it really eats the line here, that last 50 metres. Um, it's actually the pre-post favourite for the SA Derby at the moment. To say you think um, Blinkers On, that's breed that um, really does tend to improve with Blinkers On. Um, and it's a pre-post favourite in this race. Uh, look, I'd price this race the other way around uh, when I did the markets. I thought Suzero should be um, a clear favourite. As I said, since it's been gelded, this Pret, um, it's just gone to a different level. Um, it's, um, you know, it'd be the spark Colon Dior uh, by many lengths first up and then went and won an open class at Maui. Uh, and as I said, it was very unlucky in the uh, 
in that group two race at Perry College won at, at Sandown. It was wide the trip and then ran well in Alistair Clark and Derby. So draws barrier one here. There's a lot of speed with Sir Rockford, Superstock, and I expect Ain't Here Grand from the outside gate to push forward. So I think that'd be good speed. You'd just be smoking the pipe in one. Uh, you know, there's, there's a theory, oh, you've got to come back off a heavy track, AGC Derby, and you're cooked. Well, that's a guess. You've got to assume that the horse is right. Um, you can't be guessing that it might be cooked. Uh, this is a nice lead into the SA Derby in two weeks' time. I think the prices are around the right way. I think on exposed form, um, it's the one to beat. I admit, Loco, I have plenty of time for it. Uh, quality horse, uh, one win and two seconds from three starts, including that replay we just saw. Blinkers on, 2,000. Looks a great setup for it. Um, it's the danger the market's found it, but I think at the price, Rosero is a value back it. I, uh, I don't mind you thinking here. I think it definitely is a race in two. Boys in Melbourne, any thoughts? Oh, I thought Loco was a moral, to be honest. I thought Ooh. Cesaro's had absolute PR in the Alistair Clark. Had a soft run there in the derby. I know he got held up, but they went so slow. Um, I just don't really know if I can trust that as a form reference. Loco's out of that proper run race the other day where they were really strong late, big overall time, gets the blinkers on. Uh, looks like a very progressive horse, and I think getting to 2,000 is probably what he's been looking for. He's had three runs at 1,600 metres in his career, so I think 2,000 is a big tick. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I don't have, a, I don't really have much of an opinion of Cesaro. I just think he's had perfect run in his last few races, so uh, he got the bias to suit their Mini Valley when the wind really shifted that day and you just couldn't make ground those last two races. Um, yeah, I thought Loco and Red Sun Sensation were the, the two for me. I, I can see Yaz's point. Like, he's coming through the group one, and I, I don't want sort of knock you too much as it but i was i was pretty keen loco on red sun sensation i thought that was the lead up to be honest dk thoughts yeah loco loco i'm sorry sorry yes, but i'm a loco man wow uh, these, like, I, I hate him when they Side go three times i mean they're so vulnerable when they go three times at the one distance he's been he's been because he's probably wanting to get over to the south australian derby so he had to keep him at the mile rather than stepping him up to 2000 pride now he gets to 2000 now he gets the blinkers d oliver perfect run of the race um now I think I'll think we'll see what he's made of on the on the weekend and projecting that horse on the up, you know, um, rather than one coming back 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 from the group one. Ooh, I love I this. I think Azza just logged into his accounts to have more on. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. He, is, <laughs> he doesn't take a backward step. I, I, I would naturally go with Loco, uh, just for me at, at the prices. Uh, and Cesaro uh, has been underrated by the market. Nico said he doesn't really rate it. Well, the market hasn't rated it. It's just kept winning. Um, as I said, six starts since um, it's been gelded, and it's only this um, has been in that Pericles race where it was, you know, given a horrid ride. It's just kept improving. Its ratings improved every start this prep. I just don't have any data that says it, it'll it'll go backwards here. Four weeks off since that Derby uh, run. Um, I just think got exposed form. It's um, it's a better horse at this stage. I'm happy to take the price. Yeah, I, I, I can't make a real a real knock for the setup of Cesaro. I can see people going, oh, yeah, it might lack the dash, but 28 days off, beautiful, I thought. couple of roughies for the multiples in this race. Uh, impending link, nice horse. Verifier, nice horse. Um, I think they'll both run well, but there's, um, we'll find out if Loco stays that big I think it's going to be a pretty hot speed here. Uh, and um, we'll, we'll uh, see how the race pans out. Well, lucky it's not uh, the stream. What would be he just uh, would have to have him. An exactor, or would just be it. paralyzed and not not bet at all, or would have to get the Wolf Den team to uh, split it. DK just said it won't run a place for Zero. He's laying at the place. <laughs> who, who, who trains it again? Oh, <laughs> he's going who after Zaston. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. 
I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. At least it's not off a flashy troll, has it? Uh, has it? it could be the last yeah, time yeah. I tip a busted on horse ever on the show. <laughs> mm, he does get his back up, DK. He loves it. All right, Morville uh, Race 9 is the uh, Austra- Australasian Oaks over 2,000 two metres. Yeah, it's a funny one. Arts has popped up favourite here, $6. A fair, a swear, $6.50. She's fit, $7. Jenny Lala, uh, $7. Running on time, 10 Party Princess, 11 As time goes by, 12 uh, Kilarko fifteen, Moya last nineteen dollars. Aragimama is twenty one dollars, and uh, you got Whispering Lady and Raven, uh, thirty one dollars. Amadi from the Waller Yard off the freshen up from uh, the uh, New South Wales Oaks is uh, thirty four dollars, and that's about uh, the race. Let's have a look at a couple of the replays here. And uh, Jenny Lala is. I think the first one is Jenny Lala. It's coming six wide in the Jenny colours. Um, it's uh, they've gone out uh, ten and a half lengths above to the six hundred here. Um, come home slower, but but the ra- the race still rated really well. Um, it was thirteen hundred up to eighteen hundred here. Uh, that thirteen hundred meter race it just got mailed on the line by Cast, who went on to win the Nitschke on the weekend. Um, so I think the form stacks up well. I think it's going to derive enormous improvement here. Um, and it's drawn two most importantly, and I think in this race that's so even, um, we're going to want um a horse that's saving ground. This is Moya Last winning a maiden at Packenham. It's $51 in the 19. It's coming down the middle in the, uh, in the Julius Sandu colours. Not really the setup you want to be winning a group one, a pack and a mate, but the horse chasing it down here is Bengal Boy. It went on to win the Galilee final uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I just think this horse, you know, it's run well in, in the Kinney in the group two, and she's got a lot of potential. I think as a, as a roughie, I've taken $41. Um, it's a big chance. Look, I think... Overall, the race is, is very hard. You have to take a view on She's Fit and Arts. So She's Fit's coming out of WA Derby. I can't recall a filly running in this race off that prep. Uh, to me, in that WA Derby, behind awesome John, she looked cooked. At the end, I thought she was held up and was entitled to run through the line a bit better. She looks like a really strong stayer. She's drawn 16. Williams will have to go forward, but um, if it's any chance, but I've just I've just taken the line against it, and then you have to just take a view on hearts. You either back it, you either back the Sydney form, or you die. I'm done. Just going to go with gut and think that I'm not going to back it here. I'm just going to be against starts gate. Um, I just can't give that Adrian Knox run. It was just such a bog truck that day. I I just don't know. So I've gone against it. Uh, I think Kieran's got the the key to this race with running on time, a fair a savoir probably sitting outside it and Jenny Lala tagging them. Uh, I think, I think the odds are key. I just went with Jenny Lala because I, I like Barrier too. I think, as I said, you want to be saving as much ground energy because I think it is really even. It's run a, it's run a peak rating uh, last start uh, when it was 1,300 up to 1,800. Um, looks to peak here. So I went with Jenny Lala. I think uh, a fairer smile after redoing the race again this morning is probably the danger. Um, its figures from its last two have been good. If it could not waste too much energy early with Jay Allen, um, I think it could, you know, just sit on speed and, and, and grind away. Um, uh, I mentioned Moya last and I thought party princess, if you wanted to, um, look at its last hundred of its last run, um, behind as time goes by, um, it was lethal there too, but for the sake of a tip, I'm going to go with Jenny Lala, um, as my tip, but I, I, I'm giving strong chances to, to a fair the six, the 11, 
and uh, I've specced Moya Lass at 40 runs. Mm. It's an interesting to see what uh, the market does with Party Princess and uh, a fairer suave. I thought, gee, it looks to my eye like it's got talent. I haven't really had a good look at the punting form data on that horse, but gee, it won. It just won so easily the last uh, couple, of, couple of starts. This Jenny Lala, like he's got for Mar especially, 14, 12, 14, 13, 18, 24. <laughs> it's just really <laughs> weird. It's, it's only like, 2,000 metres. It's, like it's, it's only 2,000 metres. Oh, okay, okay. But even that, like it's just a weird prep for him to go 14, that, 12, that. 14, 13, then step to 18 and um, – Oh, like the, the sorry, the first run was in November, but um, yeah, any, interesting uh, horse. Any Mar insight there, Nico? You often get a little bit of a, a sniff of the the talent down there. I would have thought they just didn't really uh, know what she was. Like she's always been a filly that had a lot of talent. Like she won her first run uh, at Mooney Valley, and then it sort of they had to kind of work out where, where she sort of fit in. So they ran into some listed races. I just kept backing her. Um, she's one of my girlfriends. I've never managed to catch her. I dropped off last up, but uh, she's clearly a filly with a lot of talent. But um, yeah, I thought the the interesting point with Arts was her two best runs that come in slowly run races: the the maiden that she won, and then the Adrian Knox, the fast run Oaks, and fast run Kembla Grange Classic. She uh, was disappointing. So. Don't know what you sort of make of that. There's probably excuses in both of those runs too, but um, just looking from a data point of view, you, that sort of a a bit of a glaring uh, stat for me there, or sort of jumps off the page at you. Yeah, I thought as time goes by, and Party Princess had got to be in the race, um, especially Party Princess. She looks like the one getting to two thousand meters. It's going to suit, but yeah, look, looks an absolute raffle. I would have thought that race. Uh, you couldn't even sort of discount a few of these right down the bottom, to be honest. Like. Uh, Raven, I think, is going to really appreciate 2,000 metres and even Whispering Ladies is probably not out of the game off her spring form. So, uh, yeah, Raffle. Raven will be running in that logo race. It's the emergency here. It's uh, well, it's accepted there as well. Oh, okay. Yep, sweet. Remember, uh, like, it just fell in in a maiden arts and then he's, uh, Ed sort of ranks it, oh, should I gotta go to Kembla Grage Classic? Am I insane? It was in, like, a benchmark 58 or a class one the same day. I'm like, mate. With all due respect, class one probably looks the best go. It gets beat 12, so I think I'm a genius in the after he runs <laughs> it in the – then I'm thinking, oh, well, you won't see it again. First prep, it's got beat 100, and then he gets back to the trials. I'm like, where's he going to send this man in a Corksbury class one? It shows up in the Adrian Ox, wins be five at 30. What is this horse? Like, what do you – and even it's running the Oaks was a two – like, what a prep it's had. My God, like, if it wins, too good. It is – it's dead, dead set winks. How does it win? Hmm. DK, How thoughts it? here? No, no, I'll raffle. I did look at that. And then the, the Sydney horse and WA horse. And yeah, no, no, I'll raffle for me, Scoot. No help. Hopefully, uh, we've shown a little bit of light and a well, bit of insight there. You've got to take arts on. That's so. the starting point, yeah. isn't it? Everyone wants, everyone wants to take arts on by the look of that. And then it'll trot up by five and it'll be sending me a message. You're a genius again. You're an idiot. Yeah, well done. I love it. Beautiful. All right, as it, it's been, uh, it's been delicious. It's been great to have you on the show. What's, what's your best AFL bit? Sounds like you bit of a flaresman here. You like a little bit of an AFL tip. What's the best uh, of the week in the AFL? I haven't really had a cracker yet, so I will have to, I have to pass on that and make something up. Okay, all right. Hasn't had a crack yet. That's not oh, no. him. The What's market's happened? been out for three days. Oh, he's at seventeen. I'm race still getting over Anzac Day. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it was good football. Good bloody AFL. Everything was good that day. Except Nick Dacos, what a player he is. Unbelievable. All right, Azza, I think uh, we'll have you on a little bit more frequently. I love it. A couple of uh, bulls in the paddock ramming heads. That's what we like, a little bit of a niggle. And uh, we'll definitely, uh, hopefully, I've catch only it, got catch one race that I'm ready to watch on Saturday, Cesaro versus uh, Loco oh, Moco. That's it. Grab your I've popcorn. already penned it in. 
Beautiful. Feeling the mm. pressure after copping that spray, I tell you. <laughs> I'm not sorry. That's I'm not even going to bet now. I'm just going to pray it wins. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. All right, good luck with uh, Moyle Lass at the big odds as well. All right, there it is. Uh, that's the uh, the SA preview. I've sacked myself after last week, after Duel uh, squibbed it. Mate. I think you galloped on. sack Adelaide. Oh, I'm really sacked anyway. him, though. I love anyway. Adelaide. Not many people do, Adelaide. Yeah, there's a reason for that. It's good. Anyway, it's great racing. Where's next? Rose Hill. Oh, God. Rose Hill uh, race number three here. Walt's uh, gracious just with the one race, so I'll just put in race nine just to give him the Jimmy Britt's market uh, up at uh, Top Sport. And you've got Wrathful, the favourite, $3.60. Anything goes, eight fifty. Decadent Tail, $10. May Rose, $10. Poseidon, Rulers, 11 And then you've got uh, Cuban Grand Chiro, 11 New Republic, 11 Speed Legend, 13 $16. Miracle Spin and $26 or better the rest. I can have a look at the replay here of Wrathful. It's in the black with the white stars. It's back three back, wide back sort of punching. There. So yeah, the thing I like about this, so first up here, and 1,500 is probably not going to be its, its peak distance in life. This was 14, wasn't it, uh, first up? And and that's money from the sky sort of down the outside, which is in a in a better race Saturday. And Wrathful like, was off the bit gone, probably 800 out, and just keeps keeps coming. I think this is uh, – you know, pretty nice horse once it gets to 2,000 metres plus and will tackle much better grey than than what it does on Saturday. But um, he was quite soft. I think the jockey sort of gave up on him there. The horse just kept finding the line in spite of um, the, the run it had. So I just think on, on Saturday it's it's just better than these horses, um, clearly, like a lot better than them. And the, the setup's probably not ideal, 1,500 around Rose Hill. Second up, but um, just just hoping that it sort of sits close enough midfield. Um, there's enough tempo, and it, it just sort of displays its uh, superiority over them. It's the first time I've stalked an early market for a while. It was the last uh, last race up, and I think they went up five dollars. And before I could even get the keys gone to go, it was gone. It's just insane now. Someone's had fifty dollars each way. Every, every five dollar chance is just straight off into three eighty. And that's every time. like it's exactly what you said there. Someone's had fifty bucks each way, and it goes five to three fifty. They don't. They don't. It's not five to four eighty. It's um. You know. It's just ridiculous. But uh, it is what it is. Funnily, I caught JJ, and I think um, Jules was saying the other day that uh, when they were answering some um, questions on the on wagering, that um, there's a bot. Someone's produced gone and produced a bot. To knock off those early prices, what a genius! They go up. What a genius! Yeah, genius. <laughs> what a Some gen- young whisk owns the right horses, you know. Not- and and they don't wait for all of them to go up; they wait for the first person to go yeah. up and knock it off, so they get on yeah. the win. What a thousand or two thousand or something! What yeah, genius! That's a bot. Mm. That's why it's going off so quick. And it makes sense just to let let it let it hang there for as yeah, long as possible. Yeah, at least ten up or something like that. Like it's just um, it's crazy. And like and they're obviously betting in marked accounts because they just go off so quick. So. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a, a pretty nice horse on the up raffle. Chip, chips in raffle. No, it's chips not in. chips in. It's not chips in. If it was if it was uh, Ramwick, I'd probably be more inclined. And if it was sort of eighteen hundred meters, I'd be even more excited. But it's um, it's it's definitely a nice horse. So when you say you're going to get the key, your car's gone anyway. So you know, well, that's why I went got the keys and went outside. And there was no car. no car there. Yeah, yeah, which is not <laughs> unusual for me either. And. Uh, you can be. How can your car get? What is it? Seven. I think it's seven weeks so far, and they want it for another four to six. I think you could rebuild it in a week um, out of Lego Technic, the old Skoda. I don't think they're that well 
Anyway, they're waiting for the flux capacitor this time. Poseidon Rulers, the horse, I thought the other horse in that race was a bit of a knockout, but it's. Um, I thought they did a, a good job back in distance last start. Was was probably the right play. Now they've pumped it back up in trip, but it's a, he's a talented horse that might get to silly odds. The rest of them pretty steady. 13 to 11. Who? Poseidon Ruler. I thought it'd be 30 to 1, so there you go. All right, scratch that. Rosal Race 9 is the Kerry Borger Handicap, 1,400 metres. And uh, we're just going to have a look at the market only. Democracy Manifest is one of Waltz. was a beauty last time, $2.50. In from two ninety. Cold Crusher, four eighty. Cathel is $9. Military Expert, nine fifty. Wild Planet, 10 Flying Crazy, 13 Bold Mac, 13 Brutality, 18 Logan Street Line, 19 Alcyone, 20 Cuban Royale has been scratched from a couple, $26. And then uh, Rebel Rama, 81 I read that market and... You want to do what with it? What do I want to do with it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, the, the, my best of the day that I was ready to send through to you was Democracy Ranifest in race five in the 1,200-metre race where um, really limited opposition, looks like there's good tempo and it was going to sit probably midfield, whereas here out to 1,400 and a, and a sort of more inside draw and more speed drawn outside it, I could see this getting a long way back. Um, a little bit like Fox Fighter. It, to me, this horse is a dynamic sprinter, fresh horse. It's not a horse that really wants a mile plus, and uh, this camp loves getting him out in trip. I, he does, obviously, he's won over 1,400. I don't know if he's won off over further than that. but um, So I think second up 1,400 from back in the field's a big risk for democracy manifest. Um, then you sort of go looking for uh, who's going to be suited. Obviously, Cole Crusher will be right up there on speed, hard fit. Um, I don't mind Brad Rewilla jumping on this horse. think he'll... He'll suit him. He'll be able to hold him together as as well as anyone. You know, sort of a natural heavy weight jockey. The fifty nine, um, yeah, probably last hundred. You're going to be looking for for something sniffing after it. And I think Wild Planet's quite interesting. It's a. Uh, it's sort of the only thing is it's been a little bit slowly away. If he can get it out clean and and track Cold Crusher, like hold the inside and be on its back, I think he's a he's a very dangerous horse. Second up um, with McDonald, you obviously pay the tax for McDonald here. Probably you would have got fifteen bucks any other jockey, but I think he's important for this horse because he he'll be aware that he needs to hold that spot and and his best chances to sort of be right behind Cole Crusher and, and get a break on a horse like Democracy Democracy Manifest. I'm not a big Katili fan, but I think sort of ten dollars him's fair enough too. That he that those two will be the well and military expert. They're the three stalkers, but I, I'd probably lean towards more. Katili and, and Wild Planet at ten dollars are the the appealing plays in the race because I, I do think Cold Crusher will be vulnerable the last hundred, and I do think that uh, Democracy Manifest will be sort of back and searching for runs and having to sustain a long run to get over the top of them at what I think is uh, probably the top of its distance range second up. So I think it should be vulnerable in this race, and yeah, Wild Planet Katili are the two I'd probably settle on at this stage. Okay, there you go. So maybe take it on and uh, look for it third up. Mm. Unless they reverse the scratching, which only I think Chris Waller could probably do that. He could probably ring up and say, "Listen, we've had a better look. Can you put it back in race four and take it out of race seven, please?" And it'd be all sweet. It'd be all sweet. New South Wales. Hmm. Apparently, the other day, oh, I was a good one, and it's only it's a, we like Chinese whispers here. One of the jockey managers was saying he, um, for for one of the provincial races, it was a provincial only race, and Waller had him booked for um, a horse, uh, one like the jockey, and uh, he said, "Well." It's a provincial only race. He goes, yeah, but he's he's going to ring up. He's going to ring up and sort that out. 
He didn't, as it turns out, but I was like, that's the confidence of the stable, isn't it, that he was just going to change a provincial-only maiden to a to an open maiden so he wouldn't release the jockey until he made the call. I'll, Even I'll, if that's bullshit, it's a great story. I'll put that down as conspiracy theory. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> if you want more of uh, John's antidotes, racingwatch.com.au, and then you can jump in his Discord for all that sort of madness, and uh, Telegram if you don't want the head noise. Someone that's uh, seeing him clearly is our mate Donnie, and he's on the up. He's got over the flu, and he's up and about for this week. He's got a runner. G'day, lads. The Brisbane Winter Carnival starts this weekend. We've got 10 weeks of action-packed racing. Can't wait to get into it. Actually own a horse in the first race this weekend in race one. It's called Colourpore. It's only $1.80. It does look very hard to beat. So hopefully we can get the, the Brizzy Carnival off to the right start and get my own horse home in the first. That would be awesome. But the tips come up later in the card. I'm looking for a bit of value this week. There's a lot of favourites that look very hard to beat that have come up extremely short. So we're forced to bet out wide a little. The first bet comes up in race three at Eagle Farm, the Shani Sniper. It's won three or four on the bounce. It was been leading around tight tracks like Ipswich and Doom, and it was ridden cold last out at Eagle Farm. Ran over a couple of nice horses, a nice Sydney horse who was an even money favourite. So he looks to get back again, but it looks to be the closer. Uh, King, the King, uh, the favourite is dollar sixty. Looks far too short, so I have to back Mashani Sniper each way or one by three. As much as that hurts to say from my end, I'd rather back him straight out. But I think it's a nice little value play there. In race nine, White Hat. It's a Kiwi horse that's had some good form in New Zealand, running in the derbies and all the good races over there. First up in Australia, fourteen hundred, very slow tempo. It wasn't to the doors, over racing. The extra distance suits. Hopefully, there's a bit of tempo. That suits as well. We get the outside, give a mighty sight. The favourite, Kabalika, does look good horse. Two dollars or two twenty does look a touch short to me, as it's going to be back last. Hopefully, we've got a few lengths on it, turning for home. I think it's a nice bet around fifteen dollars or sixteen dollars each way. That's race nine, number uh, I don't know the number Y Taka, and in race three, Mashani Sniper at Eagle Farm. Uh, good luck. Nice little selection there, dollar eighty favourite in the first, and then uh, eight fifty Mishani sniper, and then sixteen dollars white tax. So uh, Donnie's. Um, yeah, I do. I noticed Donnie um, retweeting another sort of support. Is this the fellow who's had a spinal injury or something this morning? That he was uh, in a hospital bound for about six months or so. So if you're uh, if you're a Donnie man and he's done you any good turns, probably head to his Twitter account and maybe. Look after uh, young Joe. I'm not going to have a crack at his last name because it, um, it's one of those unpronounceables, but uh, hopefully he has some better luck in the near future. Mm, so it's just at Anthony Don, and uh, we've just retweeted it there. So G- uh, Joseph uh, Pernell has uh, had a bit of a, a spinal injury, and he's only, wow, he's only under 17s, yeah, which good. is uh, a horrible story there. So he's only just kick-started a uh, Australian Sports Foundation uh, charity page there. So... I know we're asking a lot, but uh, yeah, if you're a fan of uh, rugby league, and uh, make sure you check out our Twitter account young for people, that one. Young families, gee, that's, that's awful. Get around and help if you can. Horrible story, but uh, we know uh, everyone's uh, doing it tough and money spreads thin, so uh, only give what you can, and it's obviously uh, your choice in the end. They'll if you have want. like how many times more after they've unleashed with Donnie's two best Donnie's of the best. week? No, he's very accurate, Donnie. He is. That's why we like him. He's a uh, he's a high percentage man. Couple of uh, top sport uh, steamers here. It's been pretty grim going. We've been laying a lot of them of late. Uh, the first one here is uh, Party Princess, two hundred at uh, fifteen dollars. So they've got the price here, and uh, as a makes a case for this one. My only little caveat there is 
the horse did have a little bit of a setback, so it's missed uh, missed a run. But uh, I did see our old friend uh, John Kelton was tipping it last up before it was scratched as well. So uh, a bit of a line chaser this one. So uh, be careful with that one. And then Rose Hill Race Seven Number Nine is man behind the money two hundred twenty six dollars. Of uh, have you got to that? You've got to that one. I think that's one of these um, the, the the new locals. So the uh, the hang on, who's got it? Regan Bayless, Annabelle Neesham. Yeah, I think it's twenty six into eighteen dollars. I think it's a yes, a, an Irish a, One of the yeah, yeah, one of the ten a week that Annabelle seems to produce off boats. Uh, haven't Straight had a close off the boat to her go moment, though, isn't it? She well, bounces them off the boat. She does, and, and it's it's kind of weird. I think the ones that are well supported have a pretty average record, but a few of the others have got through the gaps and. And popped up, so um, yeah, I'd be having a a, a second look at that horse. Mm, floating and Kyobi. What happened to Kyobi last start? Uh, yeah, he, said, he just says it just didn't handle the track at all. I thought it had an issue, like physical issue, the way it sort of travelled in the run and just was going to win by the look of it, and then it just sort of found not a lot. Like it was, um, yeah, it looked like it was coiled up, and ready to go, and then and then sort of popped. But um, if it gets a much better track, I think. Uh, stable, very confident that he's going to improve significantly. Looks like he just rolls across on speed. I thought floating was pretty average last start, um, and probably finds a pretty average position again here. And then money from the sky is uh, that big fella of Newnham's that um, tends to tends to struggle to sustain that run from the positions he finds in races to win. But uh, the Newnham horses, oh my god, the two that went Brick to balls. Brisbane last, we're like, what the hell? Flying. Um, yeah, it's a shame that he's leaving us in a few weeks. But uh, yeah, I thought Kobe was. Pretty well placed in that race, to be honest. I didn't want to go the old Sam Kavanagh uh, daily double for the two. Otherwise, I probably would have made it to the other race to have a have a closer look at. But I think Sam will have a decent day on Saturday. Good luck to him. All right. I think that's a, a wrap from us up here. So, uh, yeah, no stream for the bull. Um, but uh, definitely on uh, SA Derby Day and Doom and 10,000 Day, we'll be uh, up and about for that one. Big thanks to you. Uh, Scone Dean, Cup Day. Dean, Is that the day you're talking about? Scone and Scone Cup and Flemington. Nico, what do you reckon? Are you going to be at Flemington or are you in studio? Well, I don't know yet. We'll uh, we'll see how it plays out. But um, see what the weather's doing. Yeah, mate, he's had a haircut. There's something. There's something out wide happening here. There's got something a, going on. The Josh Giddy haircut. Yeah, could be. Josh Giddy's in town too. That's is he? Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's off season. <laughs> no playoffs for Josh Giddy this year. So yeah. next year we'll make it next year. The Thunder. So mate, uh, he's unbelievable. That's our that's our go. Oh, is that your team now, Nico? Oh, always been my team oh. ever since I started following NBA. So, uh, oh wow, happy Giddy went there, and we, we're going to get our uh, our other pick in the draft that Chet Holgram. He's going to play next season. So yeah, he's a shame. He's sort be, of missed a lot this year. And we should be Giddy, sweet. Giddy was quiet for a bit of a period there, but he's he's, he's come on. back with a vengeance. Yeah. DK, bit of the NBA for you, or what's going on this weekend? No, nah, juniors the NBA man. I'm I'm right. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned the petition. I wore it just for you, Scoop. Just oh, just for you. Man. Oh, oh man. What? Not Scoot, even I troll the... like that. Oh, oh wow. Him, he never said nothing. Oh, oh wow. Tell us he, the, he, sponsors t shirt. He must be. It's, a, it's like he's ready to go, too, because he's got the beak trimmer there in front of his computer, but it doesn't get the. We're not allowed to talk about him anymore. They're on the, they've gone to the dark side of the force. Yeah, anyway. Thanks, DK. Push one of your buttons. And, uh, he thinks it's great, too. He's still laughing in the thing. <laughs> he sounds like Muttley, doesn't he? He, he, sounds, does, like he sounds like Muttley. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, that's 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 good. Good. Have that's you got good. a moral for us, DK? Uh, yeah, Stormy Grey. I don't know what price it'll be tomorrow. It's along about race five. Gets D. Yendall, an outdoor ride trip. Might be a late South Australian derby. Norm that horse. If it, uh, Rufus. Can... What's it called? Uh, Stormy, it... Stormy Grey. Um, They're back, are they? No, he's not, but um, who? Bloke who, bloke who trains one winner out of 100 could train this thing. It's a good horse. 
So, um, yep, Stormy Grey tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be black for black odds or something. Should be class above down there with D and all. Geelong on Friday. Mm. And the ball. Gee, it's going to be a big week. Huge week at the ball. Do you go down there? No. No? No. Not going. You're no going, going. DK, you no. going? No, I don't know. I've been another five years away or something from going. <laughs> What's going to happen then? Five years away. What's going to happen in no, five years? Footy, it's all done. Footy coach, man. I'm going to be doing training and teams and kids and stuff. Yeah, where's Aussie? Oh, the boys down there. Huh? Aussie? Yeah, Aussie's Aussie. great. Lenny, Lenny got the award on the weekend. Actually, him and Isaac were teaming up. Lenny Lenny was down back, kick it, kicked it up to Isaac a few times, and uh, they teamed up really well. So I gave him an award on the weekend. Young Lenny Kahir, he's go, he goes good at it, Lenny. I'd be giving him the award every week if he was yeah, in my team. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of how uh, played. <laughs> if he was left right out. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think that's a wrap from us. So hopefully we found you a winner. I'll steer you out of a couple of slow ones. So uh, can't wait for uh, next week. And, um, yeah, again, once again, awful uh, week in racing. So condolences. I'm looking to forward the, to the love oh, Pardon? I'm looking forward to the loving. What? With the dead. What loving? The loving. The loving. Just yeah. cuddles. There's a lot of people. There's just a lot of that's a lot. There's a lot of people on that screen. That's oh, gonna be interesting. I, yeah, the big names. Mm. Some some sharp sharp punters there. Tell you what, I'm just ha- I can't wait for Sazira versus Loco. Out of nowhere, we just got like a you know, two balls in a paddock. I tell you what, that, that yeah, exactly. Well, we'll, we'll put it up on the poll on Twitter and see who everyone's going to side with. But uh, betting will be interesting. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Thanks, DK, for the shirt. Bye.